Welcome to Girls Talk Cyber, GTC, the podcast to help young people feel empowered, educated and engaged on all things cybersecurity. My name's Em and I'm joined by my co-host, Jules. Hey everyone! In this podcast, we want to take away the tech bro cybersecurity jargon and give you the opportunity to understand this incredibly exciting space to help you redefine how you act online. We're going to be covering a wide range of topics this season, from teaching you how to bolster your online security, to interviewing amazing women in the field, and taking a peek behind the curtain into the dark web. And don't worry, here at GTC, we are a judgment-free zone. We don't want to scare you off Facebook or shame job you for clicking a link. No, 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 no. We're here to get you involved in the conversation and empower you to feel as though in the event of a cyber attack or a scary online occurrence, you have the tools and resources to deal with it. And to keep the conversation going, Jules and I have set up a Facebook group and an Instagram account for our GTC community to ask questions, share cybersecurity stories, and keep up to date with the latest cyber tips and tricks. Let's get into it. Jules, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure thing, Em. So I'm Jules. I'm a cybersecurity consultant. Uh, For me, being able to create an accessible way for young women and girls to get interested in cybersecurity and pursue futures in cyber is really, really motivating. I want to show girls, women, those considering cyber, or even those who have no idea about what it entails, that cyber is a place for everyone and isn't as crazy as it may sometimes be perceived. What about you, Em? Do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Em and I'm also a cybersecurity consultant. Jules and I got to know each other through our grad program about three years ago. Represent. (laughs) Grads forever. Uh, Whenever I introduce myself and explain what I do for work, cybersecurity always seems to be such a buzzword for people. They always want to know more. And I mean, it is an exciting topic. You see it in the news most days, but it can be confusing for people, which kind of kicked off the whole idea to start this podcast to help decode this space. I absolutely know what you mean, Em. I feel like when I say that I'm in in cybersecurity as well, you always get kind of silence almost. People don't know what to say. Yes. It's all very mysterious. What 100%. do you do? Um, are you a hacker? That's the first thing I feel like yes, people literally. think of when you talk about it, uh-huh. um, which obviously isn't necessarily the case for us. So I'm really excited to also kind of bring our listeners on this journey of decoding the space, making it a little less scary for people to hear about and listen to, um, and actually, yeah, educating these people and these young women and girls to feel a lot more confident online. Yeah, I mean, cybersecurity, you see it in the movies, it's always green text on a computer screen, ones and zeros flashing, heaps of people typing on the keyboard. Yeah. Like, I think of like that um, NCIS show when they're like, I'm in the mainframe. <laughs> and like, it's just so cringe. Yeah. But no, I think we really want to help everyone out there understand this space better. And then you can be involved in the conversations and it not be such a scary space. And people are probably wondering why the focus on women and girls? I think young women can feel overwhelmed participating in cybersecurity conversations because it's often like another language Mm. and hasn't really been a topic we've been encouraged to learn about. Like growing up, I wasn't taught to be interested in computers, gaming or coding. Like I was never given a PlayStation or Xbox for Christmas. How often do you hear the word hacker? And picture a man in a black hoodie. Yeah, almost 100% of the time. Um, And what I also find interesting is that Gen Z and millennials couldn't learn about it from mums or dads, right? Mm -hmm. You know, they grew up without the internet, so um, they could warn us about reducing alcohol consumption because they've been there, they've done that, they've had messy mistakes, Mm -hmm. but um, they couldn't warn us about downloading a virus on LimeWire because, you know, hello, they didn't even have a CD player growing up. I know, and growing up without SoFresh should totally be (laughs) criminalised. 
But seriously, young women need to start educating themselves on this topic because we're becoming a leading target when it comes to identity theft and online harassment. If we can help you start securing your online footprint now, just by setting up small cybersecurity habits, we can reduce cyber attacks and create a secure online presence now before it's too late. But I feel like we're getting a little ahead of ourselves Mm -hmm. at the moment. Mm -hmm. So we've introduced ourselves to our listeners. We've given a gist of um, the purpose of the podcast, but we should take a step back, give some credit to cybersecurity as a subject, some context, um, maybe even a definition. I think the best way for us to do this and introduce cybersecurity is to peel it back to language we use every day and start simple with security. And what is that? It's about protecting your stuff, right? Your home, car, bike, using physical security. Okay, so for my house, I've got like a lock and key, a uh-huh. deadlock, might even have a door lock, whatever. Exactly. Um, for my bike, I'm going to have a lock that I wrap around a pole. Yep. Um, for my car, I've got keys, I've got an alarm on my car. I may even have some security cameras at my at my house. Yep. So this helps me stay safe um, and aware of whether someone's trying to break into my stuff or not. Exactly. Well, cybersecurity is all about protecting your computers, mobile devices, and all the data that sits in between from malicious attackers, the bad guys. Yeah, I certainly don't want people (laughs) scrolling through my messages and photos, um, you know, all my online data, basically. So Mm. I've got a password for my computer. I've got Face ID for my phone, um, you know, and even some sort of pin or something like that for my banking apps. Exactly. And learning how to do this well is becoming more and more important. Yeah. I think especially after the pandemic with everything being online, yes. our work, our school, how you shop these days, even Coles and Woolies, you know, our, our supermarket groceries, um, our digital footprint is only getting bigger and mm-hmm. bigger and we need to start thinking about how best to secure this. A hundred percent. And you know how I like to think of cybersecurity? I like to think back to my little 10-year-old self, writing a diary, <laughs> snapping it shut with a lock and key, hiding it in a safe place and sometimes going back to check it hadn't been tampered with by my little brother. We've all been there. That's fine. Well, this level of care and caution that 10-year-old me was applying, we need to be applying to our data and devices today. And holy cow, I'm so excited to take our listeners on the cybersecurity journey to become total cyber queens. Me too. We're going to make all these cybersecurity practices, like updating your iPhone, for example, a force of habit. Um, It's something you don't even or shouldn't even have to think about. You just do it. Mm. Um, So let's redefine how you act online. Yay, let's do it. Should we get stuck into today's episode then? Absolutely. Let's go. Let's go. So we're going to start with the fraud files. <laughs> uh, okay, so we did go back and forth on the name of this one. I wanted to go with Wham Bam Thank You Scam and Jules wanted Scam City. But the gist of this segment is we run you through real life scam stories and attempt to pull out the cyber learnings of where we can avoid it happening to our listeners and hear about some of the criminals behind it. The reason we thought we should start with this is because most people are familiar with scams. I mean, we've seen them through texts or an email from a Nigerian prince ready to give you his inheritance. Yeah, we wanted to build your cybersecurity knowledge through this series. Definitely not start with something really tricky or scary like malware exploits and and scare people off. Um, Don't worry, we'll get to the juicy hacker secrets soon. But scams are familiar and easy to understand. And you know what? They are still considered a form of cyber attack. Mm -hmm. And that's because scammers are attempting to bypass your cybersecurity by playing on your human instincts of compassion, complying to authority and urgency in order to get information from us. 
Before we jump in, though, I would like to highlight that scams are becoming more and more sophisticated. And if you've ever fallen victim to one, don't feel silly. Cyber criminals do this for a living. Mm -hmm. We will all probably fall for these one day. Consider them a good catch if we pick them up or a burn and learn if they manage to slip through the cracks. Exactly. With knowledge around how these scammers work and how we can recover from them, we can have more gotcha moments. So should we start unpacking these fraud files? Absolutely. So our first scam was written in by a listener and she writes, My mum got a message from a random number saying, Hi mum, it's me. I've dropped my phone in the toilet and I'm using my friend's phone to text. I can't access my bank account to pay for the damage. Can you transfer some money to my friend's account? Setting up that compassion and play a nice tactic. Yeah, exactly. So the mum's actually gone and replied, Audrey, is this you? To which the number replied yes. Groundbreaking evidence. Yeah, well, luckily something didn't feel right and Audrey's mum ended up ringing her directly to confirm she hadn't, in fact, dropped her phone down the loo. Mm -hmm. Um, So Audrey said she actually answered the phone super confused about what her mum was even talking about. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that wild? And good on Audrey's mum for trusting her gut. Mm -hmm. I reckon that's number one tip from this story. If something doesn't feel right, it probably isn't. Any message from a rogue number, no matter who they claim to be, your mom, the postie, treat it with suspicion. Exactly. The second thing I love about what happened here is going straight to the source. Mm -hmm. If a person is contacting you and claiming to be in some sort of distress, call them. Why Mm. wouldn't you just call them straight Mm -hmm. away on their their number and see if they pick up? Yes. You immediately know it's a scam. And if they don't, ask a personal question that a scammer wouldn't know the answer to. Yeah, and this is something you can organise with your mum or anyone in your life today. You don't need any cybersecurity tools or code, just a simple text or call to be like, hey, if we ever get a dodgy text, call or email, what's our safe word? It could be, what's our grandfather's name? What's the colour of the family letterbox? Anything only you two would know. So, M, do we actually know who was behind this scam? I've, I've heard similar scams like this you know, out in the wild at the moment from Mm -hmm. friends and people that I know, it seems to be quite common. Mm -hmm. Do we actually know where this is coming from? Yeah, so this is called the high mum scam and it's actually becoming quite popular, especially in Australia. Only recently Channel 7 reported that Victorian police had arrested a 21-year-old man. Oh my God, you're kidding. (laughs) I know, so young for obtaining a substantial amount of money through the scam. He may not be the only person conducting this, But he was one of the first to get caught. That's insane. I know. And actually, not a lot of other details have been made available to the public, but I do find it so interesting that someone so young in Australia is pulling this off. Absolutely. But um, I must say, not anymore, though. Um, With our GTC Cyber Queens, I think that'll be um, less of a problem. So making sure all your listeners out there text your mum right now and set up a safe word. A hundred percent. On to our next file for the day. Okay. Story number two. This one is really smart, and I've seen people hacked multiple times on my Facebook and Instagram from this. Um, But the story reads, I got a Facebook message from a friend Mm -hmm. saying they were having trouble logging into Facebook. Mm -hmm. And the message read, help, I can't get into my Facebook account, but Facebook has allowed me to choose two friends to get a code sent to in order to retrieve my account. So this friend was essentially asking, could I have a code sent to you, you relay it back to me, and I get my account back? Exactly. Again, going for the help a sister out angle. Interesting. 
But it turns out that the code they were asking for was actually the second token, mm. the second password used to change a Facebook account over to another email, the hacker's email. Oh my God, that is so evil, so creative. And if the text was coming from a trustworthy friend, you probably wouldn't even bat an eyelid. Mm-hmm. You might even agree to transfer some money if it's from someone you know. Yeah, and it can become a rinse and repeat process. So keep asking people for codes, then take over their account, making the network of kind of zombie accounts bigger and bigger. Mm. Can we pause for a second, though, and go back to where you said second token? What is that? Ah, Yeah, of course. So this is like our golden security rule with any online account. And you hear us talk about it in other episodes, um, but you should always be opting for multi-factor authentication Mm -hmm. or MFA, as it's commonly known, on all of your online accounts. So this means you log in with a password and a second code on top of that. So sometimes this can be texted to you, sent via email, or set up using an authentication app. So this is really important because if someone has guessed your password right, Mm -hmm. you have a second code set up as another gate almost to get through into your account. Okay, so right, I've got my password and this is just like an extra layer of protection to make sure it's me logging into this account. Exactly. So you have, you know, your locked front door, which is your your big password, Mm -hmm. but then you also have a locked front gate as well as that extra layer. So we'll drop an Instagram post um, uh, on exactly how to set this up for a few different accounts, including things like your Gmail, your Facebook, your Instagram, um, other common accounts that uh, you can go check out as well. Awesome. So the two-layer takeaway here from this fraud file is never, ever give anyone codes you receive, no matter who is asking, as it can be a sign that someone else is trying to log into one of your accounts. And if you send one of these codes to someone else, one or more of your accounts could be at risk of getting hacked. And two, set up MFA. And again, if it's someone you know, pick up the phone, give them Mm. a call. Um, if, If someone's reaching out to you on Facebook in distress... Uh, verify it's them. It's either them or perhaps their account's been compromised. Either way, it's going to be a really good verification for both of you. 100%. So just like a toothbrush, don't share codes. Yeah, that's it. Don't share it. Don't do it. All right. I think the fraud files are closed for today's episode. Me too. Thank you so much to our cyber queens for sending them in. And keep them coming in our Facebook group, Girls Talk Cyber, where you can share your own scam stories with the GTC community and maybe have them on the show. Yeah, and to recap what we've learned today, number one is trust your gut and go to the source. Number two, start a safe word with your family and friends. Three, set up two-factor authentication with the help of our Instagram posts. And four, never send codes to anyone, no matter who is asking. And don't forget, we want you to take this information back to your community, whether that's your parents, your friends, your colleagues. Start sharing this new knowledge uh, with others so that we all can work together to be safer online. Mm. If you're curious to know more about cyber scams happening today and how to be wary of them, we will leave some cool resources in the show notes, including one that is regularly updated with current active scams in Australia. Alternatively, if you have been scammed and lost personal information or money, we will also leave links on how to report this to Report Cyber, a page where you can report a cybercrime incident or vulnerability. And with that being said, I think that's episode one done and dusted for today. I think so too, but buckle up, this is just the beginning. 
Season 1 of Girls Talk Cyber has loads coming up, including episodes on the dark web, cyber criminals and their motives, and learning how to look at how big our online footprint is. I cannot wait. Um, Don't forget to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and join the Facebook group Girls Talk Cyber, where we can share our cyber tips and tricks um, on how to redefine how you act online. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next week. Bye.